You're listening to Catholic Chicago. Ahead, the Archdiocese of Chicago brings you programs about the people, events, and issues that touch our lives. Thanks for letting us be part of your morning. Now again, Catholic Chicago. Welcome back to Catholic Chicago on WNDZ, 750 AM, 312-255-8408. You can also get us on YouTube.com slash Catholic Chicago on this beautiful Monday morning in Chicago, mm-hmm. temperature going up to about 51. Mark, that was a great segment with uh, Emily and with Pat regarding uh, Colby House. What tremendous commitments they have to that ministry. Phenomenal. They will draw people to exactly, the ministry. Exactly, exactly. We have a third segment, wonderful, lined up for a program this morning. Mustard Seeds is a small, faith-based community at Holy Name Cathedral. Joining us for this last segment of today's program to discuss the value of small Catholic Christian faith communities are three members of Mustard Seeds, Luann Burkhardt, Sue Kovacs, and Christine Lawless. Luann, Sue, and Christine, all welcome to the program this morning. How are you? Hi, thank you, Father. Doing great, Greg. How are you? Doing very fine, thank you. I know you all well from the cathedral. And uh, Christine, I need to ask you this first, since I know the ministry so well, is how did this mustard seeds ministry or small base community begin and why? Thank you so much, by the way, for having us today. We really appreciate it, being able to talk about mustard seeds. Um, So it started for me five years ago, and it was actually the faith formation director at Holy Name that was looking for some facilitators to start small groups. And I think there were about seven that started. Um, I I really sunk everything I had into this ministry Uh, Because I believe that charity begins at home, and that means making yourself the strongest that you can be in Christ and developing the best relationship you can have with him. So that's how it started for me. And uh, now here we are five years later, and we started small, but we've, we've grown to 12 people. I like to keep it at 12. I think of us as being like the apostles. So that that's my story. Now, how about for you, Sue? What got you involved in this, uh, with which used to be called Media Sisters, is now called Mustard Seeds. So, Sue, how did you get involved and why? Good morning, Sue. So, I, I was invited to join by one of the members and came to the first meeting a little anxious, but was so welcomed and so impressed by the commitment of the group the way that they prepared for the session and really their commitment to grow not only in faith and love. So I was hooked on session one and have been with the group ever since. And now Luann, your story. Well, my story is a little different in that uh, I've only been a member for about uh, three and a half years, but I've been a member of Holy Name Cathedral since 1980. But I retired from the American Academy of Art uh, from teaching for 39 years. And uh, so four years ago, uh, I uh, decided I wanted to explore church uh, stewardship. And Father Greg 
you had questions at that time for 30 plus year parishioners that caused me uh, to answer the calling of this group. And so I am just so blessed to be a part of this group. And I've uh, been since ever since, and it's been so it's meaningful in so many ways. I can't even tell you. You know, Luann, it's very interesting because I remember when I first arrived back in July of 16, it was around 17 or 18, I gathered folks who've been in the parish more than 30 years with a set base of questions, didn't realize that those questions really touched your life and got you involved with mustard seeds. Uh, I mean, I'm really enjoying this conversation. Uh, Christine, when uh, Ken Ortega invited groups to begin back about five years ago, and you said yes, and all of a sudden the group started to get formed, what has kept you in the group? What what energizes you? Well, I, I'm a cradle Catholic, and I think I had the old Baltimore Catechism, which surprisingly, when I look back, it was really spot on in terms of theology. But as I became an adult, um, I began to have adult questions about my faith. And I really dove into it like 30 years ago. Um, I, I got a spiritual director and I've really been growing ever since to understand the faith at an adult level. And so um, I try to bring this to the ministry. Um, I look at it, I'm a doctor. I look at this as very much like medical school, that we, we as Catholics need to study our faith with the rigor that a medical student approaches medicine. And that's kind of my philosophy. And we've studied all kinds of things. I know you're familiar because you've walked into some of our meetings. <laughs> In fact, at one point, Mark, the group was going through the catechism. The, the, the thick, Baltimore catechism? No, not the Baltimore, the new catechism oh, the new cat- in our Catholic faith. And the darn thing is pretty thick. And they're going through it. And I said, this is quite what impressive. They, what did they teach you? <laughs> <laughs> now, how about for you, Sue? And uh, with uh, Christine sharing her story on why she started and sustained her and kept her going, how about for you? Are you there with us, Sue? Yeah, she is. What has sustained you? What, what? How does this group energize you? So one of the things that has really helped me is that each of us volunteers to facilitate a session. And so in preparing for these sessions, the in-depth study, it just takes you to a new level. And what we try to do is we prepare questions and alternate resources for the group to study prior to the session. And so I'm amazed at how much I, I learn at each session not only from the text that we're studying, but from one another's experiences. And we always give each other nuggets of wisdom or things to follow up with. And so our search continues even when we're not together as a group. That's very interesting. And uh, Luann? Yeah. I wanted to ask, Luann, as you you share, um, uh, you talked about teaching art. And um, maybe t- can you tie that into how 
your this involvement really has almost expanded that world for you? Oh, it has, yeah. definitely. And in fact, uh, what has occurred is, well, first of all, we've stayed together as a group and uh, we haven't missed uh, uh, sessions and, uh, and nor our Bible studies. Even if we can't be there in person, we, we continue with the sessions on the books of the saints, uh, the arts, the readings. And uh, so we have grown in our hearts and in our minds and in the beauty of it. And it's made us all more aware of the growth that we share together. So uh, we've taken small, uh, um, small gatherings together and journeys, but uh, we've also uh, been able to, to have the Art Institute Museum of Chicago uh, allow us to have public tours mm. in the museum in connection with the beauty and inspiration of the Christian art that's there. Beautiful. And so we've had two tours, one on the sorrowful mysteries and one on the glorious mysteries. And we've all worked together very closely in order for uh, to bring about a very successful tour for each of these events. And that has just expanded what, you know, when I was teaching, I would give tours to my students mm -hmm. over in the museum. But I see this now from a, a, another, uh, it was spiritual then, but this is just so much more spiritual. Yeah, and that's uh, wonderful. just to be, able to be there uh, in the public, you know, to do this. Mm -hmm. So it's been very exciting. Beautiful. Putting now, I was just going to ask, maybe we could, Christine first, and maybe it's too intimate a question, but who is this Jesus now that you know, that you've learned about over these years? You know what, I've, um, I, Jesus is, he's so vast as a person that I'm kind of awestruck by how many things he is. Um Jesus, when I started as a cradle Catholic, as a six-year-old, seven-year-old, I knew that, first of all, I loved confession. I found Jesus there. The second thing is I loved mass. I believed something was going on on the altar, and we were consuming Jesus. Mm -hmm. And then, as an adult, I started hanging out with some Protestants, and they were <laughs> talking <laughs> they were talking they were talking about the um personal relationship mm -hmm. with Jesus and I said I already have that through my sacraments and they're like no no you got to read the bible and uh develop your own conversation with him and so I did all that and then the the latest thing that we've been studying that brought me to a totally different level is a book by John's John Bergsma and he's a, a theologian. He's a convert from Dutch Calvinist to Catholicism. And he's on EWTN, and he's a partner with Scott Hahn. But anyway, he, he had a chapter on the priesthood. His book, by the way, is called Stunned by Scripture, How the Bible Made Me Catholic. And he goes through every argument that a Protestant might have about being a Catholic. And in other words, that the Bible doesn't support it. Well, he says the opposite. And, and I think for this year, 
uh, I am seeing what Jesus did at the Last Supper completely different than I've ever seen it. I'm a singer and I've been singing it for 40 years. What happens, uh, the washing of the feet and everything. And I am seeing that ultimate act of service at the Last Supper and creating the Eucharist. It's so different for me now. It's given me goosebumps, actually. It is so different. And I'll, I'll just stop right there. You know, Jesus Christine, is more, more yeah, than I ever thought. Let me show this. First of all, Christine, thank you very much for that powerful yeah, sharing. Beautiful. But here's what I find. When you are part of a small base community, small faith-based community, which you call your group, the 12, the mustard seeds, I find that that grouping isn't unto itself, but then connects back to the larger group Sunday around the table of the Lord. But all that you do within mustard seeds is sharing, the praying, to be nourished. It then spills out into your workplace at home and around the table of the Lord because I really find the future of Catholicism might be around small-based communities and then that sharing in a small group you bring back to the table of the Lord on a Saturday or Sunday, in our case, at the cathedral, but then also it's how it affects what you do at home and work. So maybe a question for either Luann or for Sue is, how has Mustard Seeds touched your own personal life as you reach out to others? How about well, for you, Sue? I, I can just say uh, that... Uh, uh, we're all part of a whole that inspires uh, and loves and supports and grows in wisdom of Christ's light in the world. And we experience this value every time we meet as a group and then in our daily lives as we go into our own lives outside. <laughs> and um, in nature, tiny plants that are nurtured in the soil as we are in the soil of our own lives uh this group has nurtured every time we meet and has particularly sustained us in this last year and so i think of us as being almost uh like a whole flower that uh just springs forth and uh the thing is is that the um, the mustard seed, the story of the mustard seed is one in which um, it starts out like uh, uh, just a weed <laughs> almost. And the weed uh, uh, is unstoppable. And it's like a weed that's either uh, here in Illinois, it would be like a, this mustard, uh, this uh uh, weed that I have around my neck here <laughs> that is uh, it's it's one that is the little yellow plant that we can't stamp out but Christ's love can is unstoppable mm -hmm. and weeds are unstoppable as well like even the tumbleweed so with all of that uh, our lives uh, if we are in Christ's love and faith uh, that is going to be unstoppable, unstoppable within our own lives and, and with those of others. Uh, we'll see that. I really like and, that. Uh, That's good. We, we need to bring it to, to a close here. Uh, great, great image there, Luann. want to thank in a very special way Luann Burkhardt, Sue Kovacs, and Christine Lawless.
part of Mustard Seeds, which is a small faith-based community in Holy Cathedral. Thank you for that profound sharing, all of you. God bless you. You're so involved in Cathedral for many more years to come. Thank you also to our co-host, Mark Teresi, our producers, engineers, Michael May and Brian Hockey, Hitman Brock. Thanks for a great job, gentlemen. To our listeners, may God bless you. As we slowly enter into Holy Week next week, God bless one day at a time. Join us every Monday through Friday at this time for Catholic Chicago. You can stream our programs live or listen to past programs by visiting our website, archchicago.org, and clicking on Radio TV. And please connect with Catholic Chicago on social media.